As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Roger that. Y'all can be seated if you would like. pointing at me and welcome to everyone that is watching by Facebook live and those that are listening by Spreaker live um, we welcome you it's Easter Sunday the last several weeks we've been talking about on Sunday nights about faith no greater faith And when the Lord died and rose again, we can have faith in Him because what He says He's going to do, He will back it up. And we got into a topic on Wednesdays called the promises of God. And I want to pick up just a little bit about the promises of God and mix a little bit of faith in the middle of it so that you get a two-for-one special tonight. We're having a blowout sale tonight. You're getting two-for-one. The promises of God and faith. I like that. If you have your Bibles, turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. We've read this, but I always love starting off when I'm talking about the promises of God. I love to start off with 2 Corinthians 1, 20 to give you some scripture behind what we're saying. I'm going to read this one from the Amplified. For as many as are the promises of God, the Bible is full of God's promises. They all 
Everybody knows the word A-L-L means all. They all find their yes answer in Him, Christ. For this reason, we also utter the amen to be it to God through Him in His person and by His agency, by the glory of God. In Him, all His promises are yes and amen. If He's promised it, you can take it to the bank. He will do it. Just like we have laws and rules and conditions on this earth, there are 1,559 ifs in the Bible. If you do this, I will do that. If you do it this way, I promise I will do it this way. One thing we've got to understand, there's more to God than this being that stays in heaven that loves you more than you love yourself and wants you to go to heaven and everything's just happy and grand. There's more. You see, if you read the Old Testament and you realize what they went through and what God promises were, not only on the good but on the bad, He struck 3,000 men dead just for looking and touching the Ark of the Covenant. Because they knew better. That paid the death penalty. When you broke that law, flesh was not able to even be in the presence of God. And when they touched His presence, He struck them dead. Now that promise carried a death penalty with it. We're going to see that some of these promises are good for us if we apply them and live by those promises. John 15, 7. You need to write this one down. You need to highlight it. You need to circle it, color it, quotation marks, copy and paste it, whatever you need to do to make sure you remember and memorize this verse. Because when you get in a jam and you want to know, Lord... Why is it I can't seem to touch through? Why is it I can't seem to reach through this cloud of doubt? Why is it when I pray, I don't feel nothing? I don't feel like you're answering prayer. I don't feel like you're a million miles from here. What is going on with me? You can go back to this scripture. He starts off with an if, like we said, 1,559 ifs. I'm going to start off with this. If you don't run a stop sign, you won't get a ticket. If you do run that stop sign and get caught, you will get a ticket. If you're the best employee your boss has, you're the one going to get the raise. If you're the worst employee your boss has, you're the first one they're going to let go. If you work all week, you'll get a full paycheck. But if you lay out of work, you're not going to get a full paycheck. Everything we have in life, if you don't pay your bills, you'll sit in the dark. You won't have no water. Been there and done that. If, 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 everything we have in this life is an if. 
Why do you think God lays it out this way so we can understand His conditions? Well, if we do it this way, then God will do His part. He says, if you draw nigh to me, then I will draw nigh to you. We have to do our part. John 15, 7 says this, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, then you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done to you. Now, I don't know about you, but where I went to school at, they taught me the difference between shall and should. If you make good grades, you shall pass to the next grade. But if you make decent grades, well, you should. If you're in full attendance and you do your homework and you pass, then you should make passing. Big difference. If I don't do my homework, guess what? I'm going to fail. I have a part to play. In John 3.16, he says, Should not perish. If you're quoting it wrong, you need to go back and read it. That is a big difference between the word should and the word shall. These are promises. These little words will change the entire meaning of a promise, the entire meaning of a message. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. The Strong's says to stay in the word abide Strong's Concordance, to stay in. To stay in a given place, continue or dwell, endure to the present, remain or stand. What he's saying is if you remain in me, if you stand in me, if you dwell in me, and my words stay in you, my words stand in you, or my words dwell in you, then you can ask what you will, and it shall be done to you. He goes on to say, the Amplified, If you live in me, abide vitally united to me. There's a whole difference between saying I'm a Christian and I live Christ-like. See, the word Christian is Christ-like. So many people say, well, I'm a Christian because they're not Catholic. Or I'm a Christian because I'm not a Buddhist or a Hindu. My religion is Christian. But they don't live Christ-like. Not even close. Here's where we got to understand. When you read the Bible and you take each word and what it means, Faith, and I read this last week, but it is so strong. It is so good. They tell you you have to tell somebody seven times before their spirit picks it up and before they actually believe it. Seven times you have to tell somebody. That also means God has to tell me about seven times before I get it through my thick head. You didn't have to go there. Faith, I heard that. 
Faith can be developed. Is it already developed? No. When you get saved, He gave you a measure of faith. You have to have faith to even be saved. He gave you a measure of faith. That is what we call common faith. Common faith is the faith it takes to get born again. But that's all that it dwells. Because when hard times come knocking, you don't have enough faith to get a prayer answered. You don't have enough faith to get a headache taken care of or a toothache taken care of or an upset stomach. You'll go through life. I'm going to tell you, there's some people that's probably watching this broadcast or listening to this broadcast that think that miracles are not for today. They think, well, that's the old ways. That went out with the disciples. No, it did not. And I'm going to tell you why it didn't. We're going to read into that here in just a second. But bear with us. Faith can be developed into a mighty I'm going to say that again. A mighty, a mighty living force. Not a dead force, but a living force. Why? Because you activate it daily. You're in it daily. You're putting it out daily. You're working on it daily. You're quoting it daily. You're living in it daily. It's active. It's alive. It's every single day. Not once a week when I go to church. It's every day. It's on a Monday. It's on a Tuesday. It's on a Wednesday. It's on a Thursday, a Friday, a Saturday, and Sunday again. It never stops. That's what living faith is. But it can be developed into a mighty living force that will know no defeat. You that are praying over your kids, don't give up. You keep praying. You keep believing. You keep standing in the gap for them. If you're praying for a loved one, a family member, whatever it is, you don't give up. You keep pushing through. You keep praying. God will hear your prayer. I am a direct result of those prayers. Faith can be developed into a mighty living force that will know no defeat. How would you like to know that you can wake up on a Monday morning victorious, free from pain, free from sickness, free from bondage, free from doubt, free from unbelief, you can be full of the Lord on Monday, on Tuesday, because you have active faith living in you that you challenge. How dare that devil even come my way? Because God is going to see me through. Folks, that's where we got to get. This world, this world isn't easy. That devil's taking prisoners. That's what he's doing. He's not playing nicely. He's playing for keeps. If you leave the light on for him, or you leave the door cracked open for him, he's going to get in. If you mess with the world, you're going to get the world. The Bible tells us to come out from among the world and be you separate. He doesn't say, open the world up and bring it into the church house. The problem with the churches, or that's exactly what they've done. 
They took the pulpits out. They take the baptism out. They take the altar out. They take the crosses out. And they make a nice theatrical event. They got the lights. They got the smoke. They got the contemporary feel. All you got to do is go to them and say, when's the last time you've seen God move on somebody's life? When's the last miracle you've seen take place in this church? Because he says, signs and wonders will follow those that believe. And if you're a believer of the Lord, if it ain't broke, you don't fix it. You don't take the pulpits out. You don't take the baptism out. You don't take the altar out. If the world don't like it, the world can lump it. Because that's the way it needs to be. We're talking about people's lives at stake. I'm going to tell you, I would hate to know that I told somebody wrong when it comes to their eternal soul. I would hate to know that I didn't want to hurt their feelings and it damned them. It destroyed them. Led them astray. I'm going to tell you, people are hurting today. People need answers today. People's lives are turned upside down. And people are being led astray by false hope. They're being led astray thinking that what you're doing is okay. That God still loves you. That's half truth. He still loves you. But it ain't okay. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'll tell you why. For faith can be developed into a mighty force that knows no defeat. You can know that you are master of all demon powers and circumstances through Jesus Christ. You no longer need to be a slave of fear. Of timidity, weakness, failure, sickness, poverty, helplessness, and despair. You can be a conqueror in everything that you've ever been defeated or. It's up to us. It's up to us. Whatever we allow, God will let you allow it. He didn't say just because you allow it means you're going to heaven. That's not what he says. You are a free moral agent. You have a will that he will not override. You must will to want to be his. John 15, 16. I'm going to read the Amplified. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. 
I have appointed you. I have planted you that you might go and bear fruit and keep on bearing. See, so many times in our life we don't realize why we're on this earth. And sometimes we lose sight of things and sometimes we think, Lord, I'm in this alone or Lord, why am I even here? You're here, everybody that's watching and listening has a purpose in this life. You may be watching this and you may be desperate. You may feel like destitute. You may feel like you are the biggest failure and loser on the planet, but you have a purpose. You're not here by accident. God placed you here because He has given souls to you to reach. Every one of us has a purpose. Our purpose on this earth is to go out and preach the gospel to every creature. You don't have to be a minister to do that. The Great Commission is for everybody, man and woman, of all ages, everybody. Not just preachers, not just pastors, not just evangelists. It's everybody that's your purpose. Your calling is how you go about doing your purpose. Everybody's got distinctive calling in their life. God put it there for a reason. But he says, I have planted you. That you might, he didn't say you will, he said you might. My plan for you is to be planted and produce fruit and keep producing fruit. And that your fruit may be lasting, that it may remain or abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, as presenting all that I am, he may give it to you. Who? The ones that are producing the fruit, that keep producing the fruit. The ones that keep remaining. When you have love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith meekness and temperance when you have all these fruits working in your life and you keep producing them he says the number one command is to love the lord thy god with all thy heart soul and mind the second is likened to it love thy neighbor as thyself we have those fruits working in our life God's got a promise he says if you'll do that you can ask what you will so you may say well Lord I don't know how I don't even know if I've got fruits in my life I don't know how to make this work I don't know how to get these fruits active pay attention we're going to teach you how to get this going Psalms 84 says for the Lord God is a sun and a shield the Lord will give grace and glory the Lord will give it where does it come from the Lord where does your help come from the Lord he'll give you the grace he'll give you the glory he'll give you whatever it is you need he will give it but 
it says ask whatever you have need of ask ask here's what he says no good thing will he withhold from them that walk up right you're going to fail you're going to make mistakes you're going to sin here you're going to sin there you're going to do that part of it because that's your human nature sometimes and our job is to live free from sin but you will fail what happens when you fail you get it under the blood every time you fail over and over get it under the blood get it under blood ask God to help you ask God to give you strength ask God to take it away from you ask God to help you with this keep getting it under the blood keep going keep going keep going do not stop do not quit you got to show him you mean business so many times we feel like I can't do this of course you can't God knows you can't God didn't call you because you were qualified. He didn't wait to see, well, I'm going to see who has the best gifts and that's the one I'm going to use. He's going to take the one that nobody would expect to be used. He's going to take the one that has failed. He's going to take the one that has problems. He's going to take the one that has been defeated. He's going to take the one that's tore their life up, that's wrecked their life. That's the one He's going to take so people will know there's hope for them if they look to Him. Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. He is my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler. This is what David prayed. I know where my help is. And I'm going to tell you, if you ain't praying that the Lord will keep you from the snares of the fowler, you don't understand what the word fowler is. Look it up. Research it. Study it. I don't want to go there. But it will help you to understand. I Actually, I am going to go there. The fowler was a trained professional to trap birds. Hence the word fowler. His job was to set traps, to set ambushment, so that when he caught the birds, then he would either glue their eyelids shut or he would sew them shut. He would keep them pinned in. They would cry out. All the other birds of that species would hear that cry and come right into the trap. But you see, the bird didn't know because it was blinded what it was doing. It didn't know there's a trap waiting for the others because it was blinded. What David is saying is, Lord, keep me from being blinded by the enemy. Keep me where I can see the fake and the phony. Don't let me fall victim to the fowler or the prey or the, the enemy. He shall cover thee. He shall cover thee 
with his feathers. And under his wings shall thou trust, and his truth shall be the shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth in the day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand by thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh me. Psalms 103, Blessed the Lord, O my soul, and all that is with me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who gaveth all, forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all. How many? All. How many? All. How many? All thy diseases. Everything in life is condition-based. Receiving from God is also condition-based. If you, like we said, have the best attitude at work, you're going to be the employee that gets the raise. If you have the worst attitude, you'll be the first one to let go. If you break the law the government has set aside, there are consequences to your actions. Just like that, God shows us there's different levels of penance we must do. There's different levels of faith we must have. The rest is up to us. Let's go to the New Testament. Matthew 17. So many of us fall into this category. Sometimes we ask the Lord, Lord, why? Why can't I do this? Here's what he says. And Jesus said unto them, talking to the disciples, Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief. You know, we don't like to admit we struggle. We don't like to admit we're wrong. People will fight you over saying they're wrong. The Lord told His disciples, because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if, another if, if, you have faith as a grain, faith as a grain. If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed. Now, pause and think. He's not talking about the little size of the mustard seed. That grain that's in that seed has a non-stop wheel. If you plant that seed in good soil, that seed gets water, and you put a cinder block right there on top of that seed. 
When that seed comes up, it's going to hit that cinder block and it's going to run down the edge and then it's going up. You put another block on it, it'll run down that edge and then it's going up. It knows no quit. It knows no defeat. You and I must be like that grain of mustard seed. I will not quit. I will not take no for an answer. Because life is going to hit you hard. You better be ready. But he says, if you have the faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall be removed, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. If you have the I will not quit faith, nothing shall be impossible for you. Which means when you need God to heal you, you have it. When you need a touch in your family, you got it. When you need a better job, you got it. When you need a better house, you got it. When you need a better car, you got it. Whatever it is you need, God says you can have it. We got to get a hold of our mind. Mark 9, 23 says, Jesus said unto him, If, another if, if thou canst believe. If you can believe. If you can believe. I used to have a saying when I was in the production business. If you can think it, I can do it. I had done it so much that I learned all the different tricks you could visualize what you wanted, I could make it happen. I believed in what I had been taught and what I had learned. But when you're talking about this, I believe in what the Bible says. I believe that God cannot and will not fail me. If thou canst believe all things or what they're possible all things A-L-L means all things are possible to who? them that believe do you believe God can bring your kids in do you believe God can give you favor on the job? Do you believe God wants what's best for you in your life? Then Hebrews eleven six 6 says, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Impossible. For He... That cometh to God must believe that He is God. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, when you was a kid, I can remember back when I was a kid. I'm not that old yet. But I remember back when I was a kid, if I wanted something, I knew who to go to. I went to my dad. My dad, he knew everybody, and he could do anything. I was convinced that there was a red S underneath his dress shirt. Because my dad is Superman. There ain't nothing he couldn't do. There ain't nobody he didn't know. If I said, Dad, I need this, he said, I'll get it to you. I'll make it happen. And I was like, I knew where to go. Why would I spend time going to somebody else knowing I knew my dad could do it. Why would I spend time asking somebody else when I knew I didn't bypass that? When you're a kid, you think simple. When you're an adult, you complicate everything. We overthink it. We overanalyze it. But when you're a kid and you need something, you go right to where you know you're going to get it at. If you wanted something nice and sweet you went to your mama if you was in trouble you went to mama if you wanted something that you had to go buy you went to daddy that's how it worked i went to mama a lot because i was in trouble a lot but i learned where to go to get what i needed and yet as an adult i learned God should be the first one I talk to. When a problem comes, I should go talk to God. When problems arise and they will, you go talk to God. God wants to hear from you. He wants to commune with you. John 8, 31. Let me go back just a second. The Amplified in Hebrews eleven six says, But without faith, it is impossible to please and be satisfactory to Him. For whoever would come near to God must necessarily believe that God exists. You see, when you go to God in prayer, you're automatically understanding that's where your help comes from. That's why you're going to Him in prayer to begin with. As you understand, He is God. He's still on His throne. He lives forevermore. He died and rose again. Death, hell, and the grave could not stop Him. He lives forevermore. And if death, hell, or the grave couldn't stop Him, there's nothing He can't do for you. Think about this. He spoke the world into existence. Let there be light, and there was light. And he saw, and it was good. Guess what? 
I don't know about you, but we still got light outside. Then he made the heavens and the earth, and I don't know about you, but we still got the heavens and the earth. If I, he took dirt, spit on it, and made man, and breathed into it life. It's easier to believe that he took dirt and spit on it and made man and breathed into it than it is to believe in Darwin's theory because I don't know about you, but the last time I looked, evolution had stopped. Monkeys are not turning into men no more. Why not? If evolution was true, you'd still see monkeys turning into men. Now, a lot of people act like monkeys. But they ain't turning into monkeys. They ain't turning into men. Why? Because it never happened. But if you could think for a minute, this Big Bang Theory happened. Where did, where did it come from? What happened? What banged into what? Where did that come from? They can't answer that. They just know one day it happened. Well, where was it at? Where was the bang? Who heard the bang? There's so many questions. It takes more faith to believe that garbage than it does to say in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And yet we live in this planet earth where all of our problems are the very planet earth that he spoke into existence. We are inside what he spoke into existence. And for whatever reason, we think our little problem that is contained inside planet earth is too big for God to handle. Our part... I keep getting ahead of myself. But without faith... It is impossible to please and be satisfactory to Him. For whoever would come near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that He is a rewarder to them who diligently seek Him. I'm going to step on some toes. If you go to church only on Easter, only on Thanksgiving, and only on Christmas, you ain't diligently seeking the Lord. Guess what? He's not a rewarder of you. Our part to receiving God's promises are twofold. The first one is believing or have the faith as the grain of mustard seed, that nonstop faith. The second one is that we continue in that non-stop faith daily, weekly, monthly, until it becomes a habit, and that is a lifestyle. People have a diet. They say, I'm going to go on a diet. And they lose, they eat weird, they don't eat at all, or they eat just certain foods and they lose all this weight. They go around, they take a bunch of pictures, and they stick it on Facebook. And they say, look at me, I've lost all this weight. Six months later, you don't see no posting any more pictures. They quit dieting, guess what? It all come back. 
Anybody ever been there? Guilty as charged. I've said I was going to diet. I'll lose weight. Get off that diet and weight comes back. Why? I didn't change my lifestyle. I didn't change my habits. I was the same old Brent doing the same old stuff thinking I was going to be different. That's actually the definition of insanity. It takes a lifestyle change. When you want God to move for you, it takes a lifestyle change. That old man is dead. You've got to leave him dead. Quit giving your old man CPR. Quit bringing that old man back to life. You let that old man die, let him bury him, and he's not coming back no more because that's the problem. We got one foot in church, one foot out church. One foot in, one foot out. The Lord calls that double-minded. John 8, 31 says, Jesus said unto those Jews who believed on Him, If, another if, If ye Continue in my word. What does he mean? Well, that means you're reading it on a daily basis. You pick this thing up every day. And you spend time in it. And you read it. And you say, Lord, I want to be what this says I need to be. Make me this. I want to dig into it every day. I want to spend time in it every day. I want to read about the goodness of God. But I also need to be aware of what happens when I don't do what He says. So when they go to happening, I can say, Well, He said it here. If I do this, He'll do His part. But you've got to continue in it. It's a lifestyle change. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. Your deeds will be changed. How you live your life will be changed. How you go about your business every day will be changed. Your attitude will be changed. Your thought process will be changed. Everything about you will be changed. Your deeds will be different. But if you're not continuing in Him... There'll be no change in you. Isaiah chapter 1. The two places I want to read, maybe three, maybe four, I don't know, we'll see. Isaiah 1 chapter 19. This is the key of everything. When you come to the Lord, there's going to come a time in your life you're going to hit a crossroads. I'm telling you right now, people that are watching, they're hurting because they hit a crossroads. They're not sorry for who they are. They're sorry they got caught. Or they're sorry that this happened or that loss happened or they're tired of struggling. They're tired of fighting. They're always tired of the heavy laden. 
here's what the Lord says. I want you to turn to Isaiah chapter 1. If you are going through this, you need to highlight Isaiah 1, 19 through 20. He says, if, another if, if ye be willing and obedient. If you be willing and obedient, you shall, another promise, another promise, a condition backed by a promise. All God's promises are yes and amen. Once you meet that condition, it's yes and amen. If you be willing and obedient, not just willing, not just obedient. Because if you're just obedient, you're a hearer of the word and not a doer of the word. Willing and obedient is hearing the word and doing the word. He says, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if, another condition, but if you refuse and rebel, you shall, another promise, be devoured by the sword. That's a double promise. If you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. If you refuse and rebel, which is opposite of willing and obedient. God says there's two masters. You'll love one and hate the other. You can't serve them both. Heaven and hell, Jesus and the devil, right and wrong, up and down, east and west, everything has a direct opposite. Why? It's designed that way so that you can understand how God is. God has a way of reaching everybody on every single level. You think it's coincidence that east is totally opposite from west? You think it's coincidence that north is totally opposite from south? You think it's coincidence that good is opposite of evil? No. No. He does it so even the simplest people can understand. If I am willing and obedient, that is opposite of refuse and rebel. John 14, 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me and the works I do. Now, I said this in the beginning about those that said all these miracles were for the old days. Those went out with the apostles, and yet those same people don't have a bottle of oil in the church. Those same people don't even waste God's time about getting anything from God. Those same people will never get a healing, will never get a miracle, will never do any of that because He says without faith it's impossible to please Him. John 14, 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall, another promise, shall be done also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Well, how in the world did the Lord say those same things that I did 
when I walk this earth, you can do them too and more because I'm gone to my Father. In other words, they're still for today. They never went out of style. God promised it that you could have miracles, you could see miracles, you could have overcoming life. And we could see even more miracles. Jesus healed the sick. He healed the lame. He opened blinded eyes. He restored people's lives. He healed broken homes. He healed the broken hearted. He touched the lepers. Jesus went about healing and touching people and making a difference in their life. And why do we not see Christians going and doing the exact same thing? Because they don't believe. They really, truly don't believe. Maybe you're worried about what you think people will think about you. You'll get to a point where you don't care what people think about you. Those people, I will not stand before them on judgment day. I don't care what they think about me. Whoop-dee. Big deal. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. That held me back for several years. Worrying about people. People. And yet, the people that I was worried about it was a way worse off than I ever thought about being. So why worry about them? If they're going to run their mouth about you doing something for God, they just revealed who and what they really are. Verily, verily I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. For the Father may be glorified in the Son. If, another condition, ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Another promise. If you love me, then keep my commandments. Jesus died for us all. No matter who you are, no matter what you are, no matter where you come from or where you're going, we all stand on level ground at Calvary. Every one of us has the promise. All the promises are yes and amen, meaning all 1,559 ifs. If we meet those conditions, then He has promised to do His part and promised the answer. And if you think for one second God will not hear you, God will not touch you, then turn to Romans 2.11. For there is no respect of persons with God. 
If the disciples did it, you can do it. If the preacher did it, you can do it. If God changed this man's life, he'll change your life. There is no respect persons with God. No partiality. I want to close two scriptures. I know we've read a lot of scriptures. Is there a such thing as reading too many? Is there a such thing as having too much word in church of all places? Because some of them watching, this is all they'll ever see. Because they will not open up your Bible and they will not study. They will not do this on their own, but yet they think that they're going to be the one split in the eastern sky. You are sadly mistaken. That's why we are reading these to you so you understand I've got conditions to meet and if I'm not meeting them, then that's why I'm not receiving the promises of God. James chapter 1, 5 through 8. Highlight it. Memorize it. It's very, very important. If any of you lack wisdom, had a friend of mine that was so good at what he'd done for a living. Probably one of the best I knew and the best I ever seen. And I asked him, how did you get so good at this? It was not your background. You didn't go to school for it. He said, well, I got in a jam. I was changing jobs and I knew it was over my head. And I ran across James 1, verse 5, and I took it literally. And he said, I wore the altar out. For those people that are watching it don't know what the altar is, that's the front of the church. Some of them's never visited before. I figured I'd let you have direction. It's right here. And he said, I got a hold of that, and I went down and had them pray for me every single service. He said, one day I woke up, there it was. My dad went through the very same thing, took a job. It was over his head to help one of his friends out. He prayed on contingent of that scripture. And he said, one day he woke up, there it was. I found myself in the exact same boat, took a job, that I didn't understand. I was struggling. And I took my toolbox. I went and bought a special toolbox. Made it an altar in my van. When things would get tough. I'd go get on, that, on my knees. And I'd be at that altar. And I'd be praying. I'm sure the people's houses I was at probably thought I was a little weird. That's okay too. But I would pray. And I would go and whatever I touched it would work. And I said, Lord, He's so good to us. But I kept praying that prayer, woke up one day, and there it was. God's not respect of persons. That's three people that I named that I know for a fact it happened to. And He'll do it for you and everybody that believes it. Verse 6, But... Let him ask in faith. 
God's going to give you whatever you lack, but He wants you to ask it in faith. Nothing wavering. And the weeks to come on Impact Ministries, we're going to be talking about wavering faith and unwavering faith. How it's important. But he says, but let him ask in faith nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. How many of you have ever been to the beach? Probably everybody breathing at some point has been there. You watch them waves come in. They roll in and they roll right back out. They roll in, they roll back out. They're up, they're down. They're up, they're down. They're in, they're out. That's what the Lord is saying. That's wavering. For he says, let not, this is the scary part, let not that man slash woman, let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. That means a simple headache he won't hear. A simple toothache he won't hear. Lord, I need a better job. Well, I kind of like the one I'm at. Well, Lord, no, I really am fed up. I need a better one. Well, Lord, I really like the ones I'm at. You ain't going to receive anything. I could tell you a story, but it takes too much time. But I put that to work. And God did exactly, word for word, what I asked, because I even had it written down, and I listened at what the judge read. Word for word was exactly what I wrote down. But I wouldn't have even got there if I didn't get this scripture in me. I had, and it wasn't just a, okay, I got, I got my mind. It wasn't one of those. I had to really put some thought into it. Think it all the way through. What I really, really wanted God to do. And I wrote it out. I said, Lord, this is what I'm believing you for. Fasted. My mind was made up. I was going to fast however long it took. I didn't care. I had to have these answers. Seven days when I got up, my eyes opened and there was a peace like you ain't never felt. I knew when I got out of bed, the Lord had heard my prayer. So good when He makes it real to you. Verse 7 says, Let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. Why? Because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. If he's over the household, if he's on his job, it, no matter what it is, he's unstable. You can't trust him. You can't rely on him. You can't depend on him. People used to say, I'm only as good as my word. last place, Hebrews 10.23 Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. The Amplified says, so let us seize and 
hold fast. That means I reach out and I grab it and I hold it. And it says, and retain without wavering the hope we cherish and confess and our acknowledgement of it. For he who promised is reliable, sure, and faithful to his word. If you grab it, hold on to it, and don't let it go. Lord, this is what your word said. When you go to him in prayer, quote it back to him. The scriptures we read tonight, if you didn't write them down, rewind it. Write them down. Read them back to the Lord when you're in prayer. Lord, I'm believing on this principle. This scripture is what you said. And Lord, I may not be the best. But I'm going to try. I'm going to stick through. I'm going to be willing. I'm going to be obedient to the best of my ability. And when I fail, I'm going to get it under the blood. And I'm going to get up and I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to quit. That's what it takes. God's promises are yes and amen. Provided you meet His conditions. Are you willing meet his conditions. Let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we're so thankful. Lord, we're so unworthy that you would give us your Son we might have eternal life. Lord, we set aside this day to celebrate that gift. Lord, but also to celebrate He conquered death, hell, and the grave. And He lives forevermore. There's nothing that can stop Him. There's nothing that can hold Him down. His promises. Yes and amen. Lord, I come before you tonight. Those that are watching, those that are listening, or those that are hurting, Lord, I believe you're going to get a hold of their heart. You're going to reach down, embrace them with your goodness and your mercy. Lord, send somebody by to water that seed to harvest that seed, Lord. Don't let them perish without knowing You as their Lord. Lord, I pray for this country that's in turmoil. Lord, You said in Your Word in the last days they will call evil good and good evil. And that's exactly what we're seeing today. Where Christianity and right is considered a hate crime. Lord, you said, I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Lord, I know that if we're faithful to you, you will not only take care of us, but you will take care of our seed. You will take care of our children. You will protect. Lord, I pray that you help our unbelief. Lord, stir that up that's within. Lord, give us a hunger for your word like we've never known. Lord, 
give us a hunger for souls. Times are close. Times are short. Lord, there's those that are watching that you've been tugging on their heart and they don't know what to do. They don't know where to go. They don't know where to start. They can start by opening your book and start to read and pray for guidance. Lord, I pray for those that are in that situation. Reveal to them what your plan is to help them. Lord, I pray for the peace of Israel. Lord, I know the watcher over Israel neither sleeps nor slumber. They're in your hands, and we pray for safety and peace to that nation and a blessing abundantly. Lord, I pray for Lighthouse Ministries and Impact Ministries and United Christian Outreach and United Christian Television. Lord, we want souls. We want to see souls saved. We want to see lives touched. Help us bring forth the gospel the way you'd have us do it. Bless each and every one of those Lord, as involved as teachers and preachers, that you'll anoint their lips to speak your truth. Lord, I pray for those families that not a one will perish without knowing you. Lord, I ask that you'll lead us and guide us in your direction. Go with us this week. Let us be a light your word be a light unto our feet and a lamp unto our path and let us be a light to a lost and dying world let them be able to see Jesus in us Lord I ask these things by the power of the Holy Spirit in the precious name of Jesus Christ everybody said amen we appreciate you watching we appreciate you tuning in until next time take care may God richly bless you Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.